I'm driving around the corner in a car park and as I come around the corner, a couple, rather than stopping at the side to let me just keep driving because ultimately it's a road, decide to walk out in front of me. I slow down a bit, but I'm not going to stop because I can see that we're all completely safe. And they speed up to make absolutely sure they cross the road and show me that they have the priority. I ignore them and I carry on driving. Spot a parking space, go to reverse into the parking space and a car behind me beeps really loudly because it's come a bit too close to me as I was starting to reverse. But I had left a good pause, I'd gone on reverse and that made me a bit angry that somebody was beeping as if I'd done something wrong when I'm reversing into a parking space in a car park. So I decided to get out of the car because I'd rather that than just do lots of gestures into a mirror. I'm not feeling super angry, but I do feel assertive because I know I'm in the right. And I start pointing out to the man, why are you beeping your horn? Why on earth are you so close to me? I'm reversing in a car park. When the lady from the couple who had decided to walk out in front of me starts speaking from afar, the other side of the car park, and I have to stop and say, sorry, what are you saying? And she said, I'm not commenting on what's currently happening now, but I do need to point out that you're not a very good driver. So whatever you're talking about, you were driving like a lunatic before. And I was completely thrown. And I had to say, I've got no idea what you're talking about. Um, How ridiculous I wasn't. Carried on speaking to the gentleman who had beeped me. Said to him, look, just let me park my car. Could you please reverse? Got back in my car, reversed my car, parked my space, moved on. Welcome to the Odd Ones Out podcast. If you ever feel like you're on the outside looking in, you are not alone. Let's challenge our limiting beliefs and embrace who we truly are. Hello, hello, hello. We're here. It's Beck. And Maz. Woo-hoo. Thank you so much for joining us again. Um, we are talking about confrontation today. Yeah. And I realise the story that I gave is yet another story about a car park. It's like my life is lived in car parks, isn't it? It all happens in the car park. <laughs> but we, we wanted to talk about confrontation and ultimately how why people find it difficult, why people mm. don't, and why in a way it's a good thing. Because let's face it, confrontation is in a way standing up for your own opinion yeah. and being sure of yourself. It doesn't have to be rude. It doesn't have to be aggressive, but it, it is often necessary. But so many of us back down from it. Mm. Um, and that's actually, I'm sorry, the car park story was something that happened two days ago. So it's front of mind where yeah. I'm needing to put myself out there for a level of confrontation. Um, and so, someone's piping up trying to also join in which I completely disagree with but anyway I might have been completely in the wrong the whole th- way through but mm-hmm. I was standing up for my opinion um yeah it just completely threw me because uh, their view of events was completely different to mine and what do you do with that but yeah so we're talking about confrontation how how do you feel about confrontation Mazin do you find it comfortable do you do you mind it is it does it do you shy away what what's your view well I um it, it depends really on the situation if it's confronting a problem say uh, you and I have to work something out or something within the family I'm 
all for it. You know, I, I, it sounds like I enjoy it. But but I, I, to me, I think confrontation... It's a means to an end. Yeah, it, it's, the problem is the, the, the stuff that you associate with the word confrontation. It sounds scary. It sounds off-putting. Because as you were sort of saying, it sounds like you have to be aggressive and really over-assertive and over-the-top. And it's not, not what it has to be. To me, yeah, confrontation means well. It's just addressing something. It, it's not avoiding something. So if it's if it's something personal or if it's a sort of a, an issue that needs resolving, I'm all for for addressing it. I think I'm not as quick to um, confront people in public, but that goes back to again my my kind of outward outer confidence thing but I in general I'm all for it you know there's always a way of of confronting something without it being shitty or causing more problems you know it's better to have this stuff out and to deal with it yeah yeah and and I think in terms of the confrontation with strangers for example um or even like recently I've had to question something at the girls school and I think there are many parents who probably feel like me where you don't really want to question something and you don't want to go in for the confrontation because you don't want to be labeled as the awkward parent the one that's a bit kind of questioning too much what you're saying I was gonna say wait for it you don't want to be the odd one out I don't want to be the odd one Uh, out and I and, and although I'd never do anything that bad that it would reflect back on the children um you know you you don't want to put yourself out out there mm. but i i think over the years because this hasn't always been how i've been um and i haven't really had good role models in terms of confrontation like, like ones that just say it's okay to do it and this is how you do it very matter-of-factly that's what mm. i try to do i do try to do confrontation in a matter-of-fact being, way being direct yeah um i it, it had to start with me saying i am no one else is more important than me not that i'm more important than anyone else but that we are equal Mm. And therefore, if something has been decided that I disagree with, I'm allowed to say I disagree. I'm allowed to say, sorry, rather than just accepting that for what it is, I'm going to question that. I'm allowed to apply my critical thinking to Mm. say, and, and then if you still point out that actually I'm in the wrong, okay, fine, cool. Because there was no emotion involved. I'm just saying this is how I feel in the moment. This is the fact for me of how I of what's going on. Yeah. And I don't mind as well as me being equal and that person not being more important or vice versa. I don't mind being wrong. I think that's another thing that's yeah. helped me with confrontation where I can say no. I'm going to just be matter of fact, say what's in my mind now and then if I'm proved wrong go, do you know what hands up. Yeah. I'm not going to feel like I've put all of my emotion into yeah. it and therefore I can't back down. But I still have, I'm still valuable, valued enough to myself where I can say how I think and feel in this moment can be expressed. I wonder if that's, um, I mean, it's, it's a stereotype for sure, but I wonder if it's true. It's quite a British thing i think and maybe in other cultures as well to be to shy away from confrontation you, you don't want to upset the apple cart yeah, but I, I i wonder what that's about i mean i'm i'm half british i suppose so Emotion. My, my upbringing is a bit different but so you think it, it, it's lack of of, of of confidence expressing emotion or lack of, of yeah just, and the stereotype that that confrontation equals aggressive equals yeah. you're being wrong yeah don't question me don't yeah. and, and people get brittle and whether it's because they they lack their own self-confidence so somebody questioning it makes them explode or or whether it just 
the, everyone's used to it not being the done thing. If 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 an authority like a school has decided that something is okay, then we should all be sheep and go along with it. Mm. And and it's completely unacceptable to put your foot out of line and say, "Can you just explain it?" What in, in the thing I'm thinking of most recently with the girls' school, you know, they they're doing a colour run, a sponsored colour run. Maz and I don't particularly want them running around with paint being breathed in. I don't, we don't see the point. There, does, there seems no value. The girls aren't going to miss out on too much. We've explained it to them. Mm. But I did want to at least question the school, you know, what are, what's inside the paint? What are the ingredients? What's the opt-out um, yeah. thing? You know, can they opt out? Do they have to take part in this thing? Because it's not something we feel comfortable with. It's a small thing. Yeah, yeah. But I know... I'll be looked at, oh, God, she's staring trouble, even though all I'm doing is asking a question, is and, this really necessary? And yet you will probably speak for a fair few parents who are in a similar position but wouldn't say anything. You know, they could be in a worse position. You know, perhaps their kids have allergies or specific things that could be triggered by by this kind of thing. Yeah. And, but but even then they won't necessarily no, speak up because they don't feel comfortable. There's this fear, yeah. But you, you were saying that you didn't necessarily grow up with those role models. So how do you think you acquired it in the first place? Or was it sort of almost going the opposite way to your role models? Well, I or? think... Okay, sorry, Mum. So, for example, using my mum, she's she's really nicely opinionated. She knows what she wants. Yeah, yeah. She knows what she likes. She's clever, blah, blah, blah. But there are times that she will try and get her point across in a very passive-aggressive way. She will hope that somebody will pick up on a view that she has just by her saying it out loud, not directly addressing the person. Like, for example, I don't know, walking past a security guard that's not doing their job properly in a shopping centre. Rather than going up to the security guard and saying, look, excuse me, I'm really sorry, I disagree with what you're doing. She'll walk past them, speaking loudly, hoping they're hearing and feeling something like, oh, goodness, that woman's just said that. I should change what I'm doing in a way I see that as passive aggressive and not direct and the fact that and I would notice that whilst she had a valid opinion and a valid thing that should be taken on board the manner in which she was doing it wasn't picked it meant that it was being easily dismissed oh what's that woman complaining about and you could see the other person's clogs turning Mm. and actually that opinion was then lost because of the way it was delivered so I was like okay it's not going to help me if I try and deliver things in a passive-aggressive way. Believe me, I tried because you kind of do the whole yeah, nurture thing, replicating what your parents do. We all do that anyway. I think it, it, it sometimes it is in, in a pinch it is the easy way to confront things. It's yeah. just to sort of say something off the cuff and hope someone picks up on it. Exactly. And then I've got my elder sister who's really good at having an opinion and speaking her mind and being quite an extrovert about it. Yeah, yeah. And as much as she can be um, an incredibly warm and kind and generous and friendly person you can also flick a switch and her temper comes out and she's like fuck the lot of you and her so her confrontation tended to be quite aggressive yeah quite um she would be quite happy and quite comfortable and maybe is still the same although obviously you know we're adults now we don't spend as much time together so there's no need to be kind of confrontational quite happy to shout at a stranger to say you're doing the wrong thing so she would be direct but she would be quite aggressively direct and I would notice it would just get the other person's back up so I was watching and learning and thinking okay I definitely want to be direct but I don't need to be aggressive so Mm. I'm going to be I'm going to match the two together if that makes sense and it's only through trial and error but really I've just distilled it like I said before into as long as I'm matter of fact if you give emotion 
to a confrontation first, the person will meet it with emotion. Yeah. And then all you will do is go emotion, emotion, like have a tennis match. Yeah. And, and kind of chest beating or defensiveness or aggressiveness or whatever it is. Whereas if you come in with a fact, actually, I don't think this is good enough. Mm. In a restaurant, the food's not good enough. Mm. Fuck that, I've paid my meal. Yeah. I don't need to be saying, this isn't good enough, and get all hoity-toity. I can just pull the waiter to one side, very quietly say, the food's cold. I'm, I'm, I'm not accepting it. Could you please redo it? Yeah. And, but the thing Matter is... Matter of fact, yeah. what is the fact? And you using that example actually just makes me think of, of uh, being in my family where... Um, it was probably similar in a way where, where my dad, again, sorry, dad, if you're listening, um, he would confront things, but it would be quite passive aggressive as well. So to use that example, I can remember being in restaurants where he wouldn't be happy with something. Perhaps the food was a bit cold or it was, wasn't quite what he wanted. He'd pull someone over and he'd be very long winded with it. And he'd kind of skirt around the issue and he'd talk quite quietly. And so when the, the, the waiter um, Julie didn't understand him because he'd been too quiet and asked him to repeat himself. My dad would be um, offended by it and he'd he'd start making it a, 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 a is it because I'm not speaking good enough English because he's Iraqi and he'd, he'd turn it into this whole different thing awkward. and it'd become awkward and, and yeah mum I think her, her role in all of this was to pretend she was elsewhere and just <laughs> stare into the distance and kind of yeah uh, wish he was with a different family temporarily um <laughs> but so that that's the way he would he would confront things and I think mum didn't really confront things at all or when she did it was it was still in quite a um that sort of staccato slightly sort of awkward I'm, I'm gonna say it, I'm gonna just blurt it out and that's it um where again I'm sure for the person on the other end of it it just comes across the, the fear comes across or the emotion that's that's um that it's laced with comes across first and so you're you're losing your point um but on the flip side you know with with my Iraqi family um my, my dad was always I'd say on the the, the quieter side perhaps a, a bit more reserved than the other members of my family because we'd we'd meet up weekly in in Iraq at my grandmother's house and it would be all of my extended family cousins, aunts, uncles. And every single time we met up, there'd be an argument, like a, a massive breakout <laughs> fight. And this may be, again, a cultural thing. Perhaps it's it's common to Arabs, probably Mediterranean countries, um, where you're you're expected to to really sort of express your feelings. So if you'd have been a, a, a an outsider coming into that situation, you'd have thought everyone absolutely hated each other because there'd be stand up arguments. You know, my grandmother, who at the time would have been in her seventies, arguing with um, her son, you know, my uncle, and pr- proper sort of finger jabbing and arguing and shouting at each other. My older cousins joining in. How and, can you be so bought into something to give that much energy to it? But it's just a cultural thing. You just yeah, you, you get everything out. Um, so in that way. I, I picked up on the idea that things, it was okay to confront things. But for me, it was always a bit of a, a, a struggle because I also had my home life, my immediate family. So I never really knew what to do. But maybe that's partly why with personal stuff, I'm quite happy to confront it. You know, I'm happy to have, a, happy. I'm okay to have an argument about something if it solves the problem. Um, but again, going back to our previous confidence episode, maybe I find it easier to do with with emotional stuff or st- you know dealing with stuff 
um, in, in, a, in a family setting. But if it was someone in a car park, I'd probably have struggled. But that's the thing. If it's a practical thing and if there's a fact to be had, then it's more straightforward. Whereas if there is an emotional thing and it's actually having to stand up for how I'm properly feeling about something, okay, mm. something... Oh, I can't make something up. Someone did something to me in the past and it's, I'm still feeling really bad about it and I've got to confront them and say that was really bad. Yeah. I know it's going to be harder for me because I'm going to make them feel something, guilt, defensive or whatever, and I'm bringing that vulnerability or that, that, that I don't know, the negative feeling, whatever it was that I've held with me. Yeah. So I find that kind of confrontation harder when there is emotion involved. There's more riding on it. Exactly. Yeah. So with a stranger, there's fuck all emotion because who are you? Yeah. I, 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 I am disagreeing with your view. I don't mm. know who you are, but I will respect you enough to give you my opinion <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because that's the truth. They're yeah. still a human being. If they yeah. want to say something, I'll be like, no, I disagree. Um, and then I move on. Whereas if it's somebody I really care about or there's something that's not really working, sometimes I can deliberate over that a bit more because the emotion has more weight. And you, you can't really argue with how someone feels about something. Because that, that's what people will say. Oh, well, if, you, if you're going to go for a confrontation, no one can argue with how you're feeling. So just say to someone, I feel this way. Mm. But I've had that. And sometimes someone's... I've had someone say, and I can't, wish I could give you the exact example. But someone said... When you did that, this is how I felt. And all I could think was, but you've completely misconstrued, misinterpreted and twisted what I did. So I can't apologise for you feeling like that. Because how you feel is wrong. How you feel is wrong. (laughs) I said hello and you said, I told you to fuck off. And I didn't. So I'm not saying sorry. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, I know, I know. Yeah, I, I think the, the 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 bigger part of this. I mean, I, I, it's it's true. I think that in this country, in the UK, people do find confrontation difficult. But I wonder if there's a way of, of even if you have as a society that more sort of insular, introvert tendency of still being able to express little bits of emotion and and, and opinions without feeling that 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 kind of introversion is threatened you know it's there must be a way of doing it maybe it's just confronting things on a small scale and building up a bit um because there are all sorts of things that we encounter every day where i'm sure we wish we'd have said this or said that maybe it's just starting starting a a more trivial the the more trivial end of things and and building up to it and owning which sounds odd because because of the not feeling good enough (laughs) thing that i have but that no one matters any more than we do Oh, I thought you meant just no one matters anymore. That's no, no, quite, no. Quite a grand statement. No. But that whole, okay, so we're introverted. We don't want to be the one that stands out. Yeah. We don't want to be the odd one out because we felt like that in other ways. So actually, yeah, but then you're allowing that other person's opinion to matter more. Or you're allowing that thing that you really disagree with mm. to matter more. Because, you know, we, I think we're also a society that says, oh, pipe down. You know, someone who speaks up and says that they disagree about something, who doesn't go along with the flow, it's easier to push them back down again. It's easier to feel like we're part of the group that's going, oh, for goodness sake, I can't believe they said that, rather than saying, well, good for them. I disagree, but good for them for actually standing up for themselves and having a voice. And and, and that's what I hope 
will change over time that we actually embrace people's individuality and opinion whether we agree or disagree it shouldn't fucking matter everyone should be allowed to say what they want as long as they're not putting someone else down or putting a prejudice forward as being something that's important I think if if there is an opinion that's a factual thing about what's happening then we should they should be allowed to have that voice I think that's the thing it's it's having in, in this society anyway having a more general acceptance of people who do who are opinionated and who who articulate their opinions for a good reason because i think we're we're it's kind of either end of the the spectrum either people value others who are similarly reserved or keep their opinions to themselves or you get this veneration of people say in the media or people who really stand out who are really eccentric it's kind of like we can almost accept them because they're really out there so they can't help themselves but it's 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 difficult i think for people to accept that that middle ground where somebody can still be quite shy and introverted but will stand up for themselves i think that's what 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 society finds difficult is this um yeah the 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 standing up for yourself and maintaining it it Mm. not being a sort of a once in a blue moon thing and we have herd mentality we yeah. don't want to be the odd one out because we go back to childhood of being the kid in the playground who gets pointed at and laughed at by everyone else. We don't want to stand out, you know, in the main. So it's quite a difficult thing. And I think there is a level of kind of going forward with confrontation where it takes us back to that memory or that or that concern that that might happen. Yeah. And, and, and that's why I feel, I don't know, it's, it's just an, an area where I still get it wrong sometimes. I still mm. hold myself back sometimes. I'm not, and, and I'm not... But one thing I, I will always try not to do is when I do think, do you know what? I'm just I'm just going to go for this. I'm going to say something that I know the other person is not going to like, but it needs to be said to air to to, to just air the room or whatever the, the phrase is. That's not a phrase. <laughs> Clear the air yeah. or just move on or for me to feel better about things. Actually, that's important. And if I say something and it's a, a misinterpretation or whatever, as I said, it's okay to be wrong. I think especially if it's something that's that's bothering you it's it to me um kind of what you're saying it makes sense is that it's more important to to what were you saying air the room yeah I know. <laughs> whatever that for let's make <laughs> up a new one clear the air clear the air it's more important to do that earlier on because you the 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 opinion or the way you articulate it is is less biased it's not accumulated all of the extra bits and pieces it might if it festered in your head for a bit longer Mm. it's not going to be as awkward um it's it's cleaner and i think it gives the other person for example an opportunity to react to yeah the the content rather than all of the other bits you might bolt onto it if you left it which might be oh i feel awkward or i feel worried i don't know what they're going to think it's amazing how much the the recipient probably picks up on all that other stuff, the extraneous stuff, and yeah, the the, the message is lost. So, but also there's something that you've kind of taught me, and without even realizing that sometimes, sometimes my confrontations can be based on an assumption. So I will go into something and need to speak to somebody about something because I've assumed something, and so I'm sticking up for myself or wanting to put my opinion forward because like I've assumed it. Give me an example. Uh, uh, oh. So, for example, sorry, funny sorry. noises. Um, um, maybe, oh, th- this is a really shit example, but maybe like not taking the bins out. Yeah. 
So I will say, right, you know what, I, I'm, I don't want to have to be the one to take the bins out yet again. And, ra- and, and rather than, I know we want a peaceful evening, but I'm just going to speak my mind and say, you didn't take the bins out and that's really not on. Can you make sure you do it next week? And you will say, rather than just assuming I've thought about the bins and I haven't bothered doing them. This is such a made up scenario. But anyway, you will yeah. say, why don't you ask me the question first? Ask yeah. me first whether I meant to, to do it on purpose or what else I was doing today and find mm. out what the context is. And actually, that's something else on confrontation that mm. I think we could all keep in mind that rather than going straight in with the, this is how you've made me feel this way, this is how I feel, which can be awkward and it's an emotion driven and blah, blah, blah. Mm. Um, why don't we just say, first of all, what did you mean by that? Yeah. Can I just check? I've been thinking a lot about that conversation we had. What did you mean? I, and yeah. then if they come back and say, still say the same thing, the thing that we've been ruminating on and overthinking, that's when we then say, well, actually, I disagree. Rather than going straight in with the, this thing you said the other day, blah, 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 which can actually waste a lot of time if it's a complete misinterpretation. You're, you're completely right, because I, I think that's such a, it, it really is such an undervalued question to ask what did you mean by that is this soup supposed to be cold oh it's gazpacho okay fire it off waiter i won't send it back <laughs> yeah. but, but, but i think do you know i i wonder whether it doesn't even necessarily occur to people to to ask that question i mean it wouldn't even i mean even though i, I you were saying that, that i i taught you that wherever i didn't no, that's what, i don't think yeah, you've realized it no, but no. you have made me stop assuming things and check that something is a certain way before i start going yeah i'm really annoyed about this thing <laughs> because but, but it's true it's it's really it, it's very easy to assume and to assume that you that you because you can be caught up in the heat of the moment as well yeah. you know particularly if it's something awkward and difficult to deal with anyway it's very easy to just go straight to um having a go at someone or confronting someone but you're right it it, it needs to if you've got the chance to do it if you can slow it down and actually say do you know what maybe i'm misinterpreting things i don't want to assume what did you mean by that and it might give them a chance to explain and it might just be that they were caught up in the heat of the moment yeah. didn't say it in the right way it, it diffuses pro- a yeah, situation th- quite quickly if you have that. So it. many situations that escalate because it's just one assumption and another one and, and another one. And it's just emotion. Yeah, yeah. Assumptions and emotions. And I think that's, that, that's probably another thing where people who are reluctant to have confrontation, that they start second-guessing themselves. Well, don't second-guess yourself and then do yourself out of having your opinion and sticking up for yourself. Just mm. ask the question to see whether you're valid in terms of what you're feeling and thinking. Yeah. And then you've got the fact to be able to say, well, that's the fact. This is my fact. Can we sort it out? Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean... I don't know. This is only a short and sweet episode. It's yeah. just something that we wanted to cover off just in case. Yeah. I think it is this whole thing of feeling like we matter. Yeah. That we can be ourselves. And sometimes that means ripping a plaster off and having a level of confrontation. Mm. And if that feels awkward, well, hopefully me and Maz talking about it today has given you some food for thought on something that you could either implement or actually making you think what you do to when you're going into that kind of engagement because yeah. I can't imagine there are many people that don't have to have some level of confrontation or yeah. are on the receiving end and say so how do they deal yeah, with someone yeah. else cut the emotion ask the question yeah. keep get the fact but share with us yeah. it's back to the end of what we try and say every episode please do share with us what's this made you think of what can you share in terms of your top tips um look for us on twitter odd ones out pod on facebook odd ones out pod on youtube oh 
Odd Ones Out Pod. You can contact Odd Ones Out Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> and we even have an Instagram account. Is that Odd Ones Out Pod? Uh, yeah. Okay. Good luck finding it. <laughs> really building that one up at the moment. <laughs> um thank you so much for listening to the end if there's any way you can think of to share this episode if you enjoyed it or our podcast in general we'd love you for it forever and i'm sure that means a lot look after yourself have a great rest of the day bye everyone bye